Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, everybody, you are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and it is the third Thursday of the month. So I am hanging out with my amazing (laughs) co-host, Miss Erica Singleton. She is the Director of Communications for Professionals Beyond the Game. And Erica, good morning. I just want to make sure if you're not watching this on Facebook Live, if you're probably listening to it via podcast or whenever that gets on Spotify or iTunes, make sure you guys go back and look at the YouTube video today. We have an amazing amazing show in store for you guys. Erica, how are you doing this morning? I'm fantastic. I, just, I am fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you are fantastic and you're phenomenal. Every time I think about how our relationship and friendship is evolving, I continue to learn more and more about you. Um, and when we think about professionals beyond the game, there are so many things about you, your skill sets, your gifts, and you just continue to just shine and, and let people know that you can do many things. Yeah. Today was one. Well, yesterday, honestly, was one of those days where I felt like my skill set let me down a little bit. But it was one of those things that was kind of fortuitous. Um, Our scheduled guest, unfortunately, had a last minute change and we will still have them again. And they'll be able to talk about all of that. But in trying to find people, if I have to find a last minute guest, Tuesday is a better day to do it. Thursday is so hard. (laughs) And I try not to burn through all of my... emergency. I need a favor from people. (laughs) So with this one, um, it became, it was just going to be me and you, but it opened an opportunity to have a conversation that I think was necessary. And so, like I said, it it kind of came together uh, perfectly. And yeah, yeah, it allows for me to really step into a different role. So today, (laughs) I'm not so much the director of communications, but I am uh, both a swim coach, a former swimmer, and a a former competitive swimmer, and a swim instructor. And so we're going to talk about what's going on in the swimming world with swim caps. And you may have noticed that my hair really changed between a month. (laughs) (laughs) I specifically wore this today to be able to give some really good examples of what's going on. I know some people are like, who is that on with Tracy? I'm going to keep it real. Look, I didn't even bring in my best wig. This one is specifically (laughs) brought. There's a little bit of volume to it, but it compresses well. It's puffy at the top. Like, we're really going to talk about all of this, but... Why are we talking about yes. it? That is is the reason. And so starting out, it's an Olympic year. Always a great yep. time for swimming because people watch the Olympics. They watch the qualifying. And if they haven't swam before, if they want to get back into it, this is that moment where they look at it and they're like, I really want to do that. The Olympics makes everything look easy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all the hard work that people put into it. But with all of that hard work, you know, there's been a conversation about soul caps, um, and for people, I, I put up a video yesterday mm-hmm. promoing the show, and there were a couple of people who actually mentioned on my social media, like they knew nothing about it. Yeah. They'd never even heard about it. And so uh, the conversation stems around a London-based swim uh, cap maker, the Soul Caps. Um, they are Black-owned uh, to uh, UK-based as well. And... The decision had been made by FINA, which is the International Federation for Swimming. Um, FINA doesn't necessarily spell out exactly in that, but just mm-hmm. know that's who they are because <laughs> not everybody knows who FINA is. Um, and they banned soul caps at competitive events. And within the conversation about it, their statements 
uh, mentioned that they didn't feel that they were necessary and they went against the natural shape of the head. And so one of the things I really wanted to talk about today were swim caps, the natural shape of the head, putting caps on and hair in general, um, because my hair is part of the natural shape of my head. Right. I think that is important to acknowledge. And with this wig... Uh, I am showing a different type of hair than my own, but mine does not grow straight out of my head and just fall to the sides. So uh, I make that point now because it's going to be very important later. Yes. <laughs> Nakia's over there laughing at me. <laughs> um, and a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about, um, some of it is is I'm going to explain through words because if you're not watching the video, you don't get to see me put some of these different things on. But I I don't mean to condescend, but I I do want to make it known that some people aren't part of the competitive swimming community. Some people don't even swim recreationally. And so a lot of this is knowledge that they don't have. And, and I think I'm going to be asking a lot of questions. I think that's, I'm glad you said that because I'm I think, here. you know, what we don't know, we just don't know. You, what right? you don't know, you just don't know. And so for people who do know, I'm not dumbing it down for anybody. Uh-oh, your chair. <laughs> you went down right as I said, dumbing it down. Thank you so much yeah, for the example. Know, Nakia, the chair's over here. <laughs> Um, but one of the things I also wanted to say is I'm part of a <laughs> oh, trying to keep us going. Yeah, <laughs> I'm part of a U.S. Swim Master Swim Club in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's the Mahogany Mermaids. Um, as far as we know, they are the only ones uh, predominantly black a U.S. Master Swim uh, Club. And started by black women, four black women really talk about the history of black swimmers. Um, but and one of the caps I'm using today is from uh, the U.S. Master Swimming. I also brought in my little koozie. We got this free. This is Try U.S. Masters Month, July, oh, doing a little promo. Um, awesome. And there's something on the back of this koozie that's really important that I want to read out loud because this will help a lot of people who don't understand what it means. Master swimming is like a casino. You don't have to be good. You just have to be 18. So a lot of people think that master swimming is for elite high level swimmers. It is not. You just have to be over 18. This is your opportunity to join a swim club. Um, We do adult learn to swim classes through the Mahogany Mermaids for people to, number one, start to swim for the first time, but then have a community that they can come out and continue to learn at each of the different levels. Where is that located? I love that you're. They are in South Charlotte. They are in South Charlotte. Um, uh, The swimmers are from all over the Charlotte area, but they. we do some of our lef- lessons out of the Fe- Fair Meadow Swim Club uh, down in South Charlotte near uh, South Park area. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also do lessons privately. Um, you can look them up on Instagram. Uh, they also have a Facebook page. There's an email address. And if you are join- joining uh, U.S. Swim Masters, um, you put in a club in the Mahogany Mermaids. It's one of the clubs that you can join. Um, but as you are also starting to this month, there's still some time left in the month. You can try U.S. Swimming um, Master Swim. So what you can actually do is go online, kind of sign up for a trial, go out uh, and get to know a swim club in your community. Um, so they do do that. Sometimes you can go online and just check that out, put in your zip code and you can find out if there is one in your community. So I wanted to say that because, again, if you're not familiar with swimming, you think master's levels means that you've mastered all of the swim strokes and that mm-hmm. you are an elite level. And no, master's just means you're older. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. just, it's just a nice way to say that you're no longer a youth swimmer. Yeah. And basically, yeah. you're over 18. So. Um, so let's talk about that with yeah. the Olympics coming up and the swim cap at question really kind of potentially being banned. But I think they're looking at signing petitions and things yeah, of that nature. Yeah, there was a mistake made there. Yeah, there really was. Yeah. Um, and to start out with, one of the first things I'll say is it's not about hair. Yeah. I, I truly don't believe it was ever about hair. It is a small, independent, black owned organization. They're not part of. The big uh, sponsorship groups, the ones that have a foothold in swimming and they those companies don't sell it. I truly believe if a Speedo or a Sporty or a TYR um, put out the same type of cap, there never would have been a conversation like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my own personal opinion. All sorts of people can say, you know, oh, it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not that. Um, but it is what it seems like, because although these caps are made by black companies, um, They are not just for black people. Mm -hmm. We are not the only ones that have coarse, thick, dense, long hair that may not fit into what is a traditional cap, which takes us right into what I wanted to go over. So go ahead and ask your questions. I'm going to talk. I'm going to take these off and I'm going to get started. Awesome. I want to know. I'm just curious. When we think about swim caps, because when I was looking, meeting with you this morning, all the caps that you have, I had Mm -hmm. no clue um, the variety of caps that existed. Would you say certain caps enhance or inhibit performance? Um, Enhance... Uh, well, here's here's the thing. Uh, the purpose of a swim cap is really caps in general is to keep hair under control. Uh, hair slows you down in the water. It, it The follicles will actually hold against the water. It makes you less aerodynamic. It's the reason why swimmers tend to shave their bodies to eliminate um, body hair that could slow them down. And so a swim cap really kind of controls the hair so that you are more aerodynamic. Um, it doesn't necessarily give you an advantage other than somebody whose hair is creating drag if they just left it out in the water. Mm. Um, but in general, yes, caps come in all sorts of different types of fabrication. So there are the standard latex cap. And then so I have all sorts of different caps over here with me. Like it's just a cornucopia of caps. Um, that I'm working with this morning. <laughs> um, and so I have two different types of latex, which is your standard. And the only one that I don't have is lycra. And a lot of people use lycra caps because they have a lot of hair. And the lycra caps help them to compress the hair to then put on a latex cap. Um, and latex caps are traditionally what a lot of people are familiar with in a standard mm-hmm. swim cap. As well, um, to protect their hair, a lot of swimmers put conditioner on first. And with the conditioner, that also allows for them um, to keep their hair from being uh, damaged by the harsh conditions of the pool. Yeah. But as well, conditioner on hair makes most of these caps slide off immediately. So the Lycra cap allows for them to have that texture that kind of helps them hold the swim cap on. So a standard uh, latex cap. You want to go ahead. Also, the first thing is always that you're going to pull the hair back as best as you can. So, again, that's one of the reasons why. I went ahead and put this on this morning. <laughs> I do have a scrunchie with me um, or a little hair tie. I, with this one, could just wrap it up into a quick bun to be able to do this. Um, but I will also pin it down. And so um, the, the controversy around the swim cap was because it, the form and shape of the head? So we're going to compare. I don't have sole cap, but I do have swimmer. 
Um, they are made in South Africa and they do the same type of thing. And you can see from the product alone, mm-hmm. it is really um, over here is yeah. the little images, Afro kids. It is really geared towards a different type in general. So look at the size oh. and shape of that cap. Yeah. Look at the size and shape of this cap. Like you'll see the oh, differences yeah. in general, but it's not made very different. This is a silicone cap. So it is a thicker fabrication Mm -hmm. um, and it is very very stretchy as well but it's not really anything that you know comes out and is completely different it's still made in the same way that a lot of people tend to wear their caps this way some caps are actually made to be worn in symmetry with your face so I'm going to take this cap going across the back now most people's natural hair doesn't slide mine is going to because it's not my natural hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pull it from the back, you bring it down. Bring it on the head. So latex yeah. is probably going to be the tightest as you're putting it on. Then you start to tuck the hair in. Everybody's like, oh, Erica, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> but I'm helping. Because a lot of people tend to try to put it on from the front of their head back. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. makes it a lot harder for you. I got a little bit out in the back there. Mm-hmm. I see you, Curl. I see you right there. <laughs> I think I got... Um... Are we in? Yeah, you're in there. All right. You're so in we're there. in this one. So this is just your standard latex cap. Yeah. Everything in. And you can see that it doesn't sit very well on this puffy hair. So the more hair that somebody has, the more volume, the coarser the hair, the harder it is to get all of the hair into the cap. Got it. You take it off and it's just compressed. So then I'm going to go with a regular silicone cap before I get to the swimmer cap. And of course, because I love leopard, you notice that it is a leopard cap. So this one's (laughs) made by Sporty. And again... Um, I brought this cap just to kind of state that sometimes caps have uh, instructions on how to put them on. Which cap? They talk about care. Uh, Yeah, so this is for my swim team. uh, I am the middle school coach at Pine Lake Prep. um, And those are the caps. Uh, Any coach will tell you they keep extra caps because oftentimes the students are rushing to get a cap on. They will tear these. Mm -hmm. So most elite Mm -hmm. swimmers actually do keep extra ones with them all the time. And again, you can see the shape of the two of these. Same type of cap, mm-hmm. same type of direction. The latex one is actually a little bit longer than this one. I tend to always have the design in the back. So um, when we think about any type of barriers to getting into the sport or getting into swim, do mm-hmm. you think uh, accessories and caps, anything like that, has anything to do with? Oh, absolutely. Because if you just go into your standard Walmart or yeah. wherever you're going to go buy a swim cap, um, a lot of your Dick's Academy sports, they're only going to be carrying a regular standard uh, latex and maybe silicone cap. Mm-hmm. Um, so in general... A lot of people are just going to buy what they see. Right. Um, They're not aware of anything else. And so that is going to be their experience with this. So, again, got as much of it in as I possibly could. It's really good. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Yep. It slides on the hair better. You saw me not fight with it. I know. When I've just, it's been a long time since I've ever worn a swim cap, but I know when I used to wear them, some of those latex would be so tight, it gives you headaches. Indeed. Uh, So, a lot of swimmers. Of course. Yep. A lot of swimmers who wear both the lycra and the latex tend to complain about headaches yeah. um, because it's very tight. There's a lot going on. So this is different. This one is actually neoprene. I like It's a that. lot thicker as well. Uh, this is my swim cap. This was also made um, by a person of color. Um, 
with different sizes. So my head is fairly small, as well as I don't have a lot of hair right now. So I have one of the smaller diva caps, um, but they also make it in larger sizes. And they make these for kids as well. The nice thing about this and with this cap, you know, again, I always pull from the back forward. Makes it a lot easier for you. I'm going to get my hands in there again and get this Velcro off of me. Um, and while you're putting that on, I'm going to, uh -huh. uh, one of the comments that I loved from one of the articles that I was reading about the soul cap in particular, I know we don't have that today, but that's okay. But it was, they were saying we need space and volume, which products like the soul cap allows for. Mm -hmm. Inclusivity is realizing that no one head shape is normal. Yes. And so when I think about a one-size-fits-all, right now we're talking about uh, swimming, and for the example that's going on with the Olympics, um, but one size does not fit all. Ever. And in, in ever in anything that we do. And so people being allowed to innovate, create, to find solutions that work for you and us. So I'm glad that you're kind of bringing some of these things to light, because some of the stuff I had no clue about that was even going on, but it matters. Yeah, it, it does. It, it does. My swimsuit. I have on. Oh, I have on my torrid swimsuit this morning because uh, those also <laughs> come in different sizes and shapes. Yeah. Um, and this one also has a full set of capris with it. Yeah. So the nicest thing I like about the MySoul cap is it also actually has a band in the back. Mm -hmm. So you pull it across and you have like a tighter fit back there yeah. so that it doesn't slide off of the head because that does tend to happen for some people. Like I said, I have a, a technically pretty small head. Mm-hmm. Um, that looks more comfortable. So I, when I'm thinking about just swimming in general, whether it's a, for recreation or competitive, when we feel better, we perform better. So thinking about absolutely. how you feel and how you look and how things fit, it all matters. So knowing that there's options out there for people to get involved if they want to. Well, and who um, wants to compete with a headache? Like, really, you <laughs> right. can't be your best. No. And so finally is the swimmer cap. And um, you can do this either way. You can do it front to back, which some people do, especially that have like long dreadlocks or braids or anything like that. Um, but again, if I do it to the side, I have just a lot more room for the hair to go into and to be able to put this cap on. Um, sometimes I get lazy and I try to put it on without putting my hands in it first. But this really is the best way to do it. And again, you can see, yes, my hair moved. Normal people's hair is not going to move. Um, but the wig does move and you can just see how much better it got across yeah. the head to begin with. There's better coverage. Uh, some people want their ears covered as well so that they don't have as much water in their ears. It comes it down like further in the back. Experience. Yeah, it is. And I have room in here if I wanted to actually wear my hair up here instead of at the at the nape of my head. And so it just is important to be to acknowledge, you know, there are a lot of people who make comments about things like, well, you know, well, not everybody is going to wear dreadlocks. And and I would say if you've been to a, a music festival, you might have noticed that everybody will try. Uh, you have seen someone who is not dark acute with with dreadlocks. So you can't say that it's only black people that this would benefit. Same thing with braids. Anybody can put their hair into braids. And if you have a lot of hair, a lot of volume, if you have thicker hair, if you have coarse hair, and that happens in any culture. It yeah. is not, you know, uh, there are a tendency for some people's hair to be finer 
and straighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people have a coarser, you know, a lot of redheads sometimes actually have thicker, coarser, curlier hair. Mm-hmm. So um, it really benefits anybody. And and it's very important. It was very dismissive to say that it's not needed. And and for then to say that it does, it goes against the shape of the head. I mean, this this is the shape of someone's head. Mm-hmm. Not mine. But <laughs> yeah. So that was one of the conversations that you and I definitely wanted to have today. And I wanted to go over a lot of that. Um, well, I appreciate that. And I think it's important because it just hits on the importance of inclusivity and recognizing that all of us are different in our own unique ways and thankful to the innovators and the creators to see that there's something that I need that's not available for me. So I'm going to go and create it. And so this is about including as the world changes and grows. And as we begin to understand more about who we are and what we need, how do we fit into spaces and places without having to leave ourselves behind? Right. And include all of us to make sure that we're getting taken care of. And I think when we think about especially black communities, um, the misconceptions around why we are not in the pool or not participating and access matters and resources matter and having things that really include all of us, it matters. And so I think that is really good. And I'm glad that you are a swim coach, a swim teacher, and you're a part of an organization that's really encouraging adults to to learn how to swim, which will in, in, inspire them to teach their children and educate their children on a life-saving skill. Yes, Not absolutely. just swimming for fun, but really being able to save our own lives or the lives of somebody else's. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you brought this to the table today. And there have been a lot of conversations and a lot of um, exhibits and reports that really kind of show the, the dangers that come from the exclusion of blacks in swimming. Um, the International Swimming Hall of Fame had an exhibit about the history of black swimming. Um, there is also a report about um, the dangers that uh, blacks being excluded from swimming created in the community and specifically at, at drowning rates. Um, USA Swimming has also had exhibits before that really showed the history of it. And when you read it and when you look, you know, in, in the early days, starting in the 1400s, um, when blacks on uh, West Africans especially were first, uh, I guess, Acquainted with their colonizers, uh, what they found were people who were exquisite swimmers, who were the best divers in the world, uh, the greatest swimmers who were learning in rivers and, and oceans and on shores, and they were swimming as early as they could walk. So um, there is some there is some real uh, information out there and some history and some learning a lot of people need to do. Um, there's a fantastic documentary on Netflix, which is a film called Blacks Can't Swim. Um, Ed Okura, I believe I'm pronouncing his mm-hmm. name right, is a British black man. He's a, a rapper, um, a music producer, but he did a documentary about his experience learning to swim. And it was just so funny to watch the documentary because you have so many different people of color with Scottish accents and British accents. And you think that a lot of the misconceptions about swimming, like blacks can't float and all of these things, are just things that have been propagated in the U.S. Um, but you find out the same thing is going on in the European areas. And so um, there's just so much out there. But he did one documentary. He has another one coming out. And I would be remiss. I did bring up. 
USA Swimming, but I also have to say I have a swimmer cap because of a young lady that I actually found on Instagram. She started an organization called Afro Swimmers. She is a coach with a fro. Uh, Noelle Singleton, not related as far as I know, but <laughs> thank you very much. And she is also fantastic as far as somebody. She wears a very large Afro and she shows her swimmers, she shows parents, she shows any and everybody how to take care of their hair and how to get into a cap. You know, a lot of young black swimmers will wear um, uh, Afro puffs, and she just talks about how hard that is to get in a cap and keep the cap on. It'll slide off, and so options for what you should do. That's awesome. And being able to swim, and it builds confidence, uh, builds that trust. And when we're thinking about if the reasons and some of the reasons around our hair come up, there are options available. So I am so glad to know that. I'm so glad that you shared that. I'm going to get my niece one of those kind of caps. That's yeah. really kind of cool. Um, I didn't realize there was other caps out there. Are there any tips or things that you want to share, Erica, with our audience? If we have parents out there that are listening, adults out here that yeah, are listening. Tons of things, honestly. Um I mean, you're always looking for community. Uh, yeah. When I was a swim instructor, our, our children start from eight months old. And so it was really nice. Um, there were a lot of families where I was the first teacher that their child had even before they went into daycare. Um, and so the representation matters. A lot of people look at lifeguarding and they look at uh, at swimming instruction as just kind of a recreational job. But it is it is taking care of people's lives. It is showing people life-saving skill. And when you are teaching someone's children, you are in charge of their lives as well. So, but there is a lot of information out there. You can always kind of go look. There are products for your hair if that's what's holding you back. There are nose plugs if you're afraid. I mean, and there are videos everywhere on YouTube about getting a little bit more comfortable. Um, and last but not least, because we're going to have to talk about this more, I'm very excited that a number of black swimmers are going to be able to use their name, image, and likeness, likeness now with the NCAA rule changing. Game so changing. Um, we'll talk about that again. <laughs> Absolutely. As always, our third Thursdays fly by. Fly I by. appreciate you so much. Um, I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to go out, shine bright like the stars that you are. Check out the mermaids if you are in the Charlotte area. Mahogany mermaids. Mahogany mermaids. Learn how to swim. I'll see you guys next week. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters. 